Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Our syllabus this season is the heritage of increase. I believe that God is restoring his people financially this season and is also raising financial giants that will be a blessing to his kingdom and to humanity. A lot has happened in the last couple of years, especially last year, many lost Maybe some people lost their jobs. There was business downturn, financial downturn. But God is here restoring not just people's health, not just people's families. He's restoring our finances. And I want everyone that is a part of this global church to open up for God's increase because he wants you to be a blessing. Genesis 12 verse 2 is my persuasion that every covenant child is destined to be a blessing. He said, I will make you a great nation, I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I like everyone under the sound of my voice to say I am a blessing. I am not just, I'm I'm a financial blessing. Say it like you mean it this morning, I am a financial blessing. Okay, now we talk about spiritual blessings, we talk about other ways that we can bless other people, but at the, at, the, at, the, at the substance of it, after spiritual blessings is being a financial blessing. And if God would want me to be a financial blessing, then he wants to bless me financially. I says, I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. And then Psalms 103 Verse 5, it says, it satisfies my mouth. Psalms 105, 103, sorry, verse 5. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like that of an eagle. This is also a persuasion from scriptures that God is interested in your business, in your careers, in our finances. You can't be satisfied with good things if you are not earning well. You can't be earning well if business or career is not doing well. So that's the chain. He wants to bless your, the labor of your hands. He wants to bless your business. He wants to bless your career, which affects your finances or affects your financial status and then affects your living standard. That verse is more than what you eat. It has to do with your standard of living, the way you live. There is a way you live that you age before your time. And there's a way you live that your youth it's renewed like that of an eagle. Medicare, good food, uh, proper accommodation. God is interested in that. And your, your, your heart must be open to receive the increase that is coming our way this particular season. God, is, God wants to bless us with multiplication. He has multiplication on his heart. In fact, when man was created, he said he blessed them and said, be fruitful and what? Multiply. Take over the earth. That is his original intention. It wasn't poverty. It wasn't decay. It wasn't a beggarly life. It's multiplication. And I'm glad when you read Deuteronomy 8 verse 12 to 13, it also, it also shows that God wants to multiply us. Celeste, when you have eaten and not full and not built beautiful houses, 
Put your hand on your chest. Say, I will build. I will own beautiful estates. Beautiful properties. And I will enjoy them. I, I hope you are saying it from your heart. Say, I will own. I will build beautiful houses. And I will dwell in them. I will enjoy them. Verse 13 says, And when your herds and your flocks multiply, that's business, that's career, when your clients, when your opportunities, when the doors multiply, he says, and when your silver and your gold are multiplied, silver and gold is cash, finances, God has increased on his mind so that I can be a blessing to his kingdom and to bless humanity so that I can enjoy it, so I can bless my household and bless my parents. Wealth is first and foremost a mindset. Poverty is a mindset. He says, and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold are multiplied and all that you have is multiplied. God wants to increase you. He wants to multiply you. He's a God of increase. In the midst of darkness, in the midst of the famine, you must believe God for exemption. You must, the way we trust God for protection, we can't stop evil all over the world. We can't stop birds from flying, but at least you can stop the birds from perching on your head. So we say a thousand fall on your right, Psalms 91, verse 7, and 10,000 on your left, but it will not come near me. That is the covenant of exemption outlined in Exodus that uh, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Now, if you can believe God for exemption as it relates to preservation, then you ought to also release your faith for finances, financial increase. You don't have to go down this hour because you are a covenant child. Isaiah 60, Isaiah 60 from verse 1 to 4 makes it clear that even in the midst of darkness, your life can be different. Glory to God. I said, arise, shine, for your light has come. Your opportunity is here. Your season is here. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Verse 2, it says, For behold, darkness, famine, lack, tears, and sorrow shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise upon me. Say, upon me. Hallelujah. And his glory will be seen upon my life and upon your life. The Gentiles shall come to my light and kings to the brightness of my rising. In the midst of darkness, there will be financial giants. This scripture is very important to you and I. He said, Gentiles will come to my light, to your light, and kings to the brightness of my rising. Inside that rising is financial rising. So I see God's hand upon you afresh that will make you a blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. In the midst of disfavor, you will experience favor. In the midst of lack, God will create opportunities for you. His light will shine through you in the midst of darkness. The way you are aggressive about divine protection, you've got to be aggressive about this. Don't, don't toy with it. There is no middle point. It's either you believe God is a God of increase or I'm part of the people on the earth. I'm just going through everything. No, no, no. Brightness of 
horizon. God's covenant is a place of refuge. In a world of darkness, in a world of famine and lack, God's covenant is stronger than the climate. God's stronger, God's covenant is stronger than the nation and the darkness around us. If a thousand can fall on your right and ten thousand on the other side and it won't touch you, that means there's something on you that is stronger than what is happening in that environment. God's covenant is superior to the prevailing situation in your locality, wherever you live. So you have an example in the life of Isaac in the book of Genesis chapter 26. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is a mindset. What do you see ahead? Are you seeing struggles or you are seeing overflow? I see overflow. I see millionaires rising in this church. I see billionaires rising in this church. Men, that will be a blessing to their world. Say amen. I was uh, preaching yesterday uh, at a conference organized by this uh, awesome woman, um, uh, Madam Shalakija. I was shocked when I got there. She heads the ministry. In fact, she's an apostle, you know. And it was a singles conference. Awesome. I had well, about three speakers. I, I was speaking along. And when I got there, I was amazed. I saw, you know, people being helped. And you could tell that these people come here almost every day. To receive this help, male, female, widows, old people. I saw wheelchairs being given to. You could see that that is how it happens there. And then I saw halls where people pray. Very solid ministry. Rose of Sharon uh, um, Ministry International. And I said, wow. And I said, let me even just Google and check a profile now. And I said, the richest um, uh, woman in Africa. And then a name just popped up. I said, wow. Your name will pop up like that. Our daughter's name will pop up like that. Amazing. The name just popped up, the richest woman. And I saw preaching. She says she's been married for 45 years. She has four sons, great sons. Stop looking at people whose heads are not correct. All our teenagers in the house will be looking at people who you can, I mean, their lives not be like your own. Follow people who's, who, this, she's a billionaire. She's a sound Christian. Her family life, Great. The oil company that she oversees, she is the vice chairman. Check it online. Her husband is the chairman. I think that's intentional. That's honor. And she was teaching singles, teaching about marriage. I said, let me even check it on a global perspective. I said, okay, the richest black uh, women in the world. And I saw number 10, number 8, and I got to number 2. And I saw her name again. I said, ah, this covenant works. She helps widows. She's a blessing. She's a blessing. You don't have to be a stupid person. You can profit from right. You can profit from wrong. Glory to God. Her life is a big test. I told her, madam, you're going to preach in our church. I said, God will help us have your life. She'll be 70 next month. Amazing. Amazing. Powerful testimonies. 45 years of marriage. I was the least there. The second person was 24 years. My own is 90, but they clap for me too. Anyway. 44, 24, 19. So you don't have to have money and, and kill your wife. Or throw away your children. All the four sons are giants. and doing well. She might not be talking everywhere. Her life is a testimony. These are people you should search out and learn from. Nobody will have been married for 30 times. Worshipping one stone. Just because they have money, you are following them. I hope our teenagers are listening. Anything with money, just follow. 
Whether I stole it, you just follow. Whether I was popping in it, you just follow. What is that? You should think. Anyone you meet, ask how they made the money. How they made the money now? Eh? Somebody says he's making money from real estate. Have you seen the estate? Is it real? Is it real? And you just follow. You start liking. You know, some of you, your esteem is so unlikable. You like what you should not like. You don't even know the details. I like. What do you like there? You like stealing? How did this young man get 30 billion? Ask yourself. I just like it. You like what? You will not steal. You will not end up like puppies. In a harsh way. <laughs> a man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for three great services. 7 a.m., 9 a.m., and 11 a.m. At The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.